0: y'all this is Leanne with the God has this podcast where we lean on God for understanding direction and encouragement last week we started looking at Psalm 139 to help us confess our true emotional need to matter if you haven't listened to last week's podcast you may want to pause listen to that first and then rejoin me here We talked about declaring with confidence that we are fearfully and wonderfully made, and I issued the challenge to write an introduction of yourself that cannot include extrinsic facts like your job, your family relationships, or even your age or gender. Have you figured out what to say? If not yet, let's keep looking at Psalm 139. In verse 15, the writer says, You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. So now the psalmist is turning from his best photogenic side to the other side. You know, the blemish side, the crooked side, the lazy eye, the birthmark, the parts we had from everyone else. And the psalmist is actually confessing with some relief that the Lord knows these parts too. But wait, we might think, the Lord made my blemishes? The Lord is the one responsible for me having acne and wrinkles at the same time? The Lord made my weakness? My addiction? My brokenness? Well, yes and no. In some cases, what we label as weakness and wonder why God made that or allowed that, the Lord names beautiful. I once wondered with my husband what our child with special needs will be like after the resurrection. He's labeled so many things by our society. And I wondered what parts of his person are perfect now and what parts are being perfected. My husband said, I think the fall has made us deficient, not him. Our sin nature labels him. Maybe after the resurrection, we will finally be able to see our son for who he really is because the eyes of our hearts are open. What you and I may label as deficient or weak or broken may in fact not be any of those things. We may just be bad at labeling. But then, of course, we are right to discern that there are damaged and broken people who create damaging and ugly circumstances. Is the rage-filled terrorist fearfully and wonderfully made? Is the hate-filled murderer knit together perfectly? Is the selfish and power-hungry narcissist a wonderfully made creature? Let's look back at a second phrase from that last verse. It said, "'Your eyes behold my unformed substance.'" Meaning, I am knit together by God, made wonderfully and fearfully by His perfect hands. But I enter this world and this life still unformed. I'm fully human, but I would argue that until I experience the second birth of salvation in Christ, I'm not fully alive. Which means, people who are not alive in Christ are still unformed. And those of us who are alive in Christ are still being formed into the image of God and transformed from glory to glory. I'm not finished. So the parts of me that are imperfect are just that. Imperfect. Do you know what the word perfect means? It does not mean absolutely correct. It actually rightly means complete. So the truth of God's word is that I am complete in Christ, but I am still being completed by Christ. So maybe my introduction could be, I am a creative person who desires to lead people creatively through different seasons of their lives. Sometimes I am impatient with that process in me and in them, but I am learning to enjoy the process. This is not a concept that we will fix in ourselves overnight, but we do need to matter. We need to know the significance our life has beyond what we do for others, because as soon as we can't do that, we would cease to matter. So we need to lean in to what the truth of God's word says about us. Listen to the psalmist express this. How precious are your thoughts about me, O God? They can't be numbered. I can't even count them. They outnumber the grains of the sand, and when I wake up, you are still with me. In other words, God, I can't even number all of your thoughts, much less know them all right now. But instead of seeking to know what others think of me first, may I seek to know what God thinks of me. And instead of asking God to agree with me about who I say I am, I want to agree with God about who God says I am. And that active conversation will reveal the wonderful parts that I delight in, the fearful parts that I am shy to let you see because I lack confidence, and the unformed parts that still look too much like the world and not enough like God. And I want to be known that way. I want you to know that I'm married to a great guy and I have four awesome kids, that I love my job and I love my family, but I want you to know me because I need to be known. And you need to be known. You need to matter beyond your ability to produce children or a paycheck. You need to know that you matter because you are. You are God's child, created, chosen, called by name, bought with a price, wholly loved, and desired. God has made you, and that's why you matter. Today's scripture references are found in the show notes. If you enjoyed this podcast, please click the subscribe button and give us a rating. Remember, sharing this podcast is a great way to encourage a friend.